Hey there. Have you ever wanted to create a random wilderness for your RPGs using just a simple set of playing cards and a big old D20? Of course you have. Why wouldn't you want to do that? Well, I'm going to show you how using an article from Knock Issue 3, a pack of playing cards that I purchased recently, and a number of probably slightly smaller D20s, how you can create such a wilderness. And we'll get straight to that after the music. Okay, so the first thing you need to do with this procedure is get yourself a deck of cards like these. And I'm gonna take them out. Oh, and for once I'm actually going to remember to remove the jokers from the pack before I start. Let's put them over there. And then I'm going to give the cards a quick shuffle. And as I said at the start of this episode, this article comes from issue three of the Knock fanzine by the Mary Mushman Random Wilderness in a Deck of Cards by Eric Noyden. And the first step of this process is to lay out a grid of cards. I'm just going to do that here, and I'm going for a two by two grid just to keep things nice and simple. But you could do it as big or as small as you want. Each of these cards represents a small sub-area of your wilderness. So the next thing we're going to do is roll a d20 for each of these areas. And I'm going to put the d20s just to the side of each of the cards. You will see why I'm doing that in a few moments. The next step, once you've done this, is to draw a second card for each of the areas. And I'm going to lay them slightly overlapping the original cards. And this will give you your final layout or read for this particular wilderness area. Okay, so what do these various cards mean? Well, the suits of the first cards that were drawn tell you the general terrain of the wilderness area that you're in. So if you look at the top left of our grid, we have the six of clubs. And if I look at the little chart in knock issue three, we find that clubs are a wood or a swamp. And you could decide which of those you want as a GM, or you could roll a D6, I suppose, if you want to determine it randomly. If we look at the top right, we have the nine of hearts, and we're told that hearts is hills or dunes. We then have the four of diamonds in the bottom left, which is plains or plateau. And we have the four of hearts in the bottom right, which again, hearts is hills or dunes. So by now you might be saying, John, that's all very well, but what about those D20s and the second cards you've drawn? Well, that's for the second stage of this process. What you do is for each area, you roll a D20 and compare its result to the cards value with a Jack equaling 11, a Queen equaling 12, a King equaling 13, an Ace equaling 14, or a Joker equaling 15. So to be honest, I could have left those jokers in, but there you go, you live and learn. 
Now, if the roll is less than the card's value, there is a civilized inhabitant or encounter, and you draw a second card which tells you what the civilized encounter is. If the roll is greater than the card's value, then the encounter or inhabitant is from the wild, and again, you draw a second card to determine what that inhabitant is. If your roll is equal to the card's value, then an event has occurred, and there's a chart for that. So, if we look at our draw here, the second card I drew for the top left was the Queen, and the dice I rolled got a 12, which is greater than our original draw of 6. So, with this, we have a Wilderness Encounter, and if I look down the D20 roll to a 12, it says the Wilderness Encounter is Bandits. And if I check the suit of the second card that I drew, which is Clubs, I'm told that these Bandits are actually Folk Heroes. In our top right area, we rolled a 14, which is above our original draw of 9, which again means it's a wilderness encounter. So if I look down to 14, go across, I find out this is undead. And if I look at the suit of our second draw, it's clubs, which according to this is vampires. That doesn't bode well for the people tripping through these particular woods. In the bottom left... We rolled a 1, which is less than our original draw of 4, so it's a civilized encounter. And if I look down the civilized encounter chart at the entry for 1, it tells me that it's farmers, and the suit of our second draw, hearts, tells me that they are currently engaged in poaching. And finally, on the bottom right, we rolled a 13, which is higher than our original draw of 4. So again, it's a wilderness encounter. And if I look down to 13, I can see that we have some humanoids. And the suit of our second card, which is spades, tells me that they are kobolds. So, what do I think of this article from Knock Issue 3? Is it useful for creating a wilderness? How useful do I think it would be for an OSR game? Although you could use it for any game, to be honest, as a, a bit of a spur to your imagination and a bit of an idea generator. Well, I think by and large, it's very useful. It is a little bit more complex, in my opinion, than the article from the Sandbox Creator, which I covered recently, and I'll put a card and a link in the description to that episode in case you're interested, but purely because it involves multiple card draws and having to reference numerous different charts to work out what's in the wilderness area. So unless you're very practiced and very familiar with the charts and tables in this article, I think I probably wouldn't use this during the game to try and randomly create a wilderness because, you know, I think it'd break up the flow of the game and it'd take some time to do. However, using this article with just a, a pack of playing cards and a few D20s is very useful if your player characters have gone into a wilderness in your campaign world and you don't really have anything particularly planned for it. As I say, though, I probably wouldn't advise breaking this system out mid-session. And that's not to say it's bad. I really enjoyed sort of going through that process. However, 
it did take me considerably longer than with the sandbox crate just you have to draw multiple cards and stuff like that and that was only with a two by two grid i imagine it would take a bit longer if you had a larger grid but obviously the more familiar you got with the process the quicker you would probably get to with it what i would suggest though is probably the best way certainly for me for using this article is to effectively create a number of these wildernesses of various size and then sort of have the the layout sketch them do them a simple text a flowchart whatever you fancy whatever works for you have them sort of stashed away in your notes ready so that when the player characters go oh we're going to go off into those woods over there to see what's going on you can just roll out to one of your pre-prepared random wildernesses without having to go through the process at the table however i do think this article is extremely useful like most of the articles in the knock zines and i'll put a link where you can get knock from i really do recommend it i've talked about it loads on the channel so there you go if you're looking for a spur to the imagination to help you create random wildernesses as i say particularly suited for use between sessions or advanced prep for my money then you really can't go far wrong with this article it doesn't create any sort of great deep story but it's not meant to it's almost a random encounter chart that also combines the layout of a particular area in its broadest sense it doesn't give you a detailed map but i do think it makes great use of the suits and numbers on a deck of cards as well as of course the old favorite traditional d20 to really get a lot more out of this process than you would from a simple random table so if you're in the market for something like that check out knock issue three you will not be disappointed so i hope you've enjoyed this episode running through this random wilderness in a deck of cards procedure from knock issue three if you'd like to chat about this have you read knock issue three what did you think of the article have you used it i'd love to hear how it worked in your game how do you feel about random wilderness and sort of procedural generations of things like that you can call in and tell us we'd love to hear from you and you can get in touch a number of different ways you can drop us a voicemail using speakpipe or anchor there'll be links in the description of this show or you can send us an email to rdrpgpodcast at gmail.com so until we see you again take care stay safe and whenever you're playing have fun see you later